Welcome to Global Answers. Please join us as we discuss the relevance of God's eternal word relating to events in this day and what it means to you. And now, your hosts, Jeff and Lonnie Jenkins. Greetings, friends. Good to be back with you again, myself and Brother Lonnie. Uh, we're going to, every once in a while, we like to pause from uh, the doctrinal issues. And, some, and we're going to be answering some questions with regard to doctrine, but just to read some of the mail that we received from you, our listeners. And uh, we want to say thank you uh, for writing. It's nice for us to know whether we have our finger on the pulse and are, are resonating uh, with your life and are being able to touch your life and, uh, in ways in which we get a response from you. It's always good to hear from you. And we have a lot of questions as well we're going to be touching on. And, uh, but let me just read you some of these letters. I think you'll find them interesting. And uh, this, one, this one comes from the UK. We've got some from the Middle East. I'll be reading in just a moment. Some from Norway. This one comes from the UK. And it says, Dear Brothers, greetings in Yahshua. I had the good fortune to catch your Sky broadcast today in the UK. And it was refreshing to find that someone else has spotted the three keys, also referring to water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ and seeing the correctness in the demand in the New Testament canon for us to be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is so difficult to get ministers, perhaps even Pentecostals, uh, ones to yield to what Scripture clearly teaches and shows them in the, in the Bible, referring to water baptism in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So uh, I just, some of them, and I, we find resist strongly, the truth concerning the, uh, the, the teachings of water baptism in his name. So we appreciate so much. However, all the information you can send us, please send me any further information about how you are developing. God bless. So that was one from the UK. On, on that one, Jeff, he mentions the three keys. Our people may not be familiar with that. Yeah. So you might want to tell them about Peter receiving the keys to the kingdom. And, and what he did with the keys. That's very good. What <laughs> yeah. we find is, is that uh, P Peter, Jesus said to Peter, uh, he's talking to the disciples in Matthew chapter 16, and he says, who do men say that I am? And, well, the disciples say that some men think you're uh, John the Baptist, raised from the dead. Some think you're Jeremiah, or so one of the prophets. And then he said to his disciples, who do you say that I am? And G Peter spoke up and said, well, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And then Jesus said, Peter, flesh and blood hath not revealed this to you, but my Father which is in heaven hath revealed this to you. And upon this rock I will build my church. And that, of course, is the rock is the revelation of who Jesus Christ is, in, particularly in your day. But in this case, it was Jesus in the flesh. And so, and he, and he told Peter then, and to thee, Peter, I give you the keys to the kingdom. So we find that the, the purpose behind that was is that Peter was going to loose and to bind. Of course, this was later given to all the disciples referring to loosing and binding. But what Peter's primary purpose was in regard to the keys was he was going to go and he was going to baptize in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he was going to reveal the truth of water baptism and Christ to the Jews. And then he was going to open the, key, the door to the kingdom for the Gentiles as well. So Peter was given the keys, and the keys was baptizing them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Would you like to elaborate a little bit more on that? Well, me? the three keys, of course, he was Peter on the day of Pentecost when the Jews realized they had crucified the Christ. Then he 
uh, they, and they ask, what can we do? Then Peter says, yeah. repent everyone and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So that was Peter turning the keys to the Jewish race. Mm -hmm. And then we, we find that he's sent up to Cornelius' household. He's a Gentile. And then he sees to it that they're baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then I think it was Philip was over preaching to the Samaritans and though they had been though they had been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, because Peter taught it that way, they the Holy Ghost wouldn't fall, so they sent for Peter. And then Peter came, laid hands on them, and the Holy Ghost fell. So then the three keys that this letter referred to then was water baptism in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, given to the Jews, to the Gentiles, to the Samaritans. So therefore had Peter had turned the key to each race of people, because scripturally speaking, that's the only three races on earth are Jew, Gentile, and Samaritan. And so it isn't by yellow man or red man or black man. It's, it's Jew, Gentile, and Samaritan. And that was the three keys. And I just wanted to be sure you understood that when he was saying that he didn't hear very many people preach on those things, though it's in the Bible. So go ahead with your... Well, we also have information uh, that we would like you to be able to write for. And we have, of course, to this brother here, he's asked for information concerning water baptism. So um, that information, that uh, address, and also the, uh, the information with regard to our website is available at the bottom of the screen, and you can write for this material. It's free. We want to send it to you uh, with no obligation whatsoever, and we have two scores of people. And interestingly enough, Brother Lonnie, uh, a lot of people, in fact, most of our um, material, our letters, our correspondence have come from people who have been really blessed by the scriptures referring to baptism in the name of the Lord mm -hmm. Jesus Christ as opposed to folks baptizing in the Trinitarian concept of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, which is a dogma that originated at 325 A.D. and is not scriptural whatsoever. Well, it came out of 325 A.D. 325 A.D. began to lay the groundwork for the Trinity doctrine, mm -hmm. and then they, then they moved to the water baptism using the Trinity concept, making Father a God, Son a God, and Holy Ghost a God. Instead of, the, instead of the three names of the Godhead. Right. And Jesus was the fullness of the Godhead. Mm -hmm. And so the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost is the Lord Jesus Christ because right. that's, it's, only, it's only three manifestations of the one God. And, and, and for, our, our, um, for our Muslim brethren and for uh, the Jewish people, it would be so hard for them to accept a trinity of gods. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because it's one, it's not biblical. It's not even in the Old Testament. No. A trinity of gods, hear our Lord, uh, hear, hear O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, or the Lord our God is one God. Well, you can, you can theologically uh, draw on the plurals and, mm -hmm. and come up with three gods or three persons in the Godhead. Right. But, but God, the plurals of God are His attributes. Right. In God is to be a savior, a healer, redeemer, judge, king, all these things are in God. So he is a plural right. in, in, within himself, right. but it isn't three persons. It, it is just the plurality of all God and his attributes. His and attributes. Then, and then the fullness of the attributes went into the Lord Jesus Christ because he was the word mm -hmm. made flesh. Right. And then so therefore he had to carry the name uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you just draw an equal sign in our teaching on this, you'll, you'll get it. And we go... Uh, Matthew 28, 19, Father, Son, Holy Ghost, and then do equal, 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 it's Lord Jesus Christ. Because right. the Father, Son, Holy Ghost is the Christ, the anointing, and the Son yeah. is Jesus, and the Lord is the Father. The Father yes. is the Lord. Right. And so it's really, really quite simple, but it got lost with the concept when they lost the concept of the one God manifesting 
in three offices, then they lost the concept. They tried to make three gods out of it. It doesn't work. It does not work. And if they would have just exchanged the word office yeah. instead of persons. Yeah, correct. But there's another fallacy there, too, because they have these three persons somehow mysteriously coexisting eternally as well. Yeah, right. Whereas the Son had a beginning. Oh, yeah. And we're referring to the manifested Son, Jesus Christ. Yeah, true. We can talk about the Logos, that's, and that's another whole doctrine, and a beautiful one at that. But uh, Jesus, the man, did not, even in a glorified form, did not coexist eternally with the Father, did he? Well, if we just, if we just use common grammar, a son has to come from a father. So that gives him a beginning. He, had, he was and begotten. So, so there's, there's, there's absolutely no way you can have an eternal son. Right. It just doesn't even make grammatical sense. But it let's, doesn't. let's go on. Let's, All let's right. move on with our. So, thing. anyway, very interesting. I'm sure, uh, excuses for the digression, but I trust that was a blessing. <laughs> Here comes another letter. This one's from London. It says, My dear brothers, uh, my name is, and he gives his name, I was impacted by your program today on the Gospel Channel. I'm hungry to learn more of the truth that is. Uh, as I, uh, as I humble myself uh, to the Holy Spirit's will, train me and others in the truth to lead the multitudes to the Messiah, Yahshua, starting with my family and extended family. We live in London and will be traveling to the USA very, very soon. Do you have a course or Bible school, which we don't have a specific Bible school, but we have a lot of material that we make available to uh, the pe folks that would come by the church here that visit from other, na uh, other nations. We would make that available. Also, it's available to you simply by request. Uh, we'll be traveling to the U.S., and, and we're hungry for God to lead, to lead all of God's children to Yeshua the Messiah and even those who are in the denominations, we pray for God to lead them out as well. Yours truly in the name of Jesus, by the will of Yahshua. Uh, we appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I've got a letter here from Iceland, and uh, they're writing. It says, I've been watching your program on the Gospel Channel, and I find it to be most informative program. I am interested in the book and the DVDs or any other material that you might have available by Brother Lonnie. And so we get those kind, and we're very, very Delighted, I'll just put this somewhere else. Very delighted to hear from you. This one here, uh, this, this brother here moves back and forth between uh, Kazakhstan and India. So we hear from him in both, both places. And he says, Dear sirs, I, I've, I have been desperately looking out, looking out for some teachings on baptism in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, which I did receive from you via the television on gospel television from Iceland. I am from India. I was baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ on the 17th of March just this year. And then, and then you know, I, I lost, really lost several of my friends. Yeah, that, those things happen. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wish you to send me the, the teachings and so forth. So he asked us this, uh, and send them to him at his address in Kazakhstan. And this man is attached to the oil industry, and he moves back and forth between India and, and Kazakhstan. I'd like to read you a question. We'll kind of insert some questions here as we go back and forth between letters. I've got the questions separated out here from the, just the testimonies. It says, this is not a doctrinal question, but I am unsure of this. If Jesus was born in the spring around April, and if you've ever really studied the subject, we know that he was not born around Christmas as as the sun comes forth on the solstice uh, around Christmas time, that's tied to a pagan holiday. But he was born around spring. All lambs are born in, born in the spring. And then he was crucified at Passover, which is also in the spring. So if Jesus began his ministry at 30 years of age, 
how could he then have a three and a half year ministry and die at the age of 33? It's a very good question. First of all, for them to assume that he had a three and a half year ministry uh, is, is something that they would have to understand from the uh, teachings of the 70 weeks of Daniel out of the book of Daniel. There's 70 weeks of da uh, the 70 weeks of years are allocated to the people of Israel. And when we come to the 70th or final week, we find that Jesus fulfilled three and a half years of that ministry in his life. And then to the Jews, there's yet three and a half year of ministry, which you can read about in Revelations chapter 11, chapter 12, and various and the book of Daniel, which is the three and a half years let, left for mm -hmm. Jesus to minister to the Jews, because the 70 weeks were allocated to the Jews. So this person has to have some insight to even mention the three and a half years. And says so then he then they name ages that maybe he could have been this or maybe he could have been that to to say that that was he makes it the three and a half years. But if you got the question, he was born in spring, died in spring. How could he have a three and a half year ministry then if he was started his ministry at 30 years old, which is when the priests of the Old Testament entered into their ministries? And so the question is a little bit hidden in Scripture, but we'll we'll uh, give it to you here in Luke one. 43, or Luke 1, uh, starting about, and the story starts, but I'm going to pick up at verse 43. And this is, this is when Mary is going to conceive as a virgin to bring forth Jesus Christ. And so then she goes to her cousin, which is Elizabeth, and then, and then Elizabeth says, And whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me, Elizabeth says. For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. So therefore, Elizabeth, who's the mother of John the Baptist, was already expecting when mm -hmm. Mary came, now conceiving, uh, having already conceived, to bring forth Jesus Christ. And then in verse 56 it says, And Mary abode with her about three months, and returned to her own house, and Elizabeth's time came that she and she delivered and brought forth her son. So if she was there about three months and then the baby came, we know that delivery time is nine months. So if we back off three months from the nine months, so therefore Elizabeth was six months along mm -hmm. when when Mary came. And so now that put that puts John the Baptist being being born six uh six months ahead of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I hope you're following me so far. And so then we find when we take the, the six-month ministry of John the Baptist and, and add that on to the three-year ministry of Jesus, that's our three and a half years because God had sent a message to the Jews to prepare them for six months and then the Messiah came for three years. So there's the three and a half years of the first half week of Daniel's 70 weeks. So it was a good question, and it's, it's hard to figure out. I practiced over that a long time until I caught the concept. The, this same concept, by the way, is applying to the second coming of Jesus Christ, right, right. In, that, in that the scripture says in Thessalonians, the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with the shout and the voice of the archangel and the trump of God, the dead in Christ will rise first, and we'll join together with them and meet the Lord in the air. So there's a three stages to the rapture, and it says the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout of voice and a trump. This very message that we were trying to share with you, uh, that God had sent a prophet, and the prophet brought a message, 
that, that, that is tied with the ministry of the second coming of Jesus Christ, just like the ministry of, of John the Baptist was tied with the first coming of Jesus Christ, because God has to keep the parallels running exactly the same. So therefore, this message that we talk to you about is the shout of the shout-voiced trump. So the shout is a message from God, thus saith the Lord from the scriptures, to sweep the world and gather the people back to the word and out of the traditions of man, and then the voice being on the voice of the resurrection, and then the trump of God is, is uh, Corinthians 15, the change in our body, which is the meeting in the air. So good question with lots of uh, tie-ins tie -ins to it. And then here's another letter here from, from Greece. And it says, thank you very much for your letter, and he gives the date, on the DVD on the mysteries of the kingdom of God. I continue to watch with great zeal all your television programs, which differ greatly from most other ones. Your blessed programs are very genuine, natural, without the artificial show-off to create impressions or entertain the TV viewers. It is a real blessing for me to have uh, discovered you. We appreciate that kind of thing. I am planning to share all materials received from you with as many people as possible here in Greece as great spiritual darkness prevails in Greece and all the, all the U EU. Recently, I've seen the program with the guest Ed Biskel. And of course, Ed Biskel was, was one who had the privilege of going on hunting trips and ministering along with uh, Brother William Branham. And so we offered at that time his personal testimony of what it was like to be with this kind of man on a hunting trip or in a ministry and the things that he saw that were above and beyond what we might tell you about because we were not personal eyewitnesses. For myself, I came to this thing we called the message. Uh, I came to it five months after William Branham passed away. So it was very close to time and the people following the message were very young in the message and we were very naive back then. But praise God, we've had many years now to study what God has said. So the this thing called the message is opening continually to us to get a people ready for a resurrection and a rapture. You got some more letters, Jeff? Yes, I do. Uh, we've got a, a several more for that matter. This one um, comes from the United Arab Emirates. It says, hi, we did watch your TV program last week, and I am curious to know more about Christian baptism in the name of Jesus. I would like a DVD copy of the teaching broadcasted. Uh, would you please mail me the details and how I can get a copy of the DVD? And we have many requests. Uh, very uh, often we get these sort of requests without any comments. Um, we appreciate the requests immensely, but also give us some comments. Uh, let us hear from you personally what God's doing in your life how God's leading you. Uh, we would like to then from time to time read uh, a little bit of your testimony and your comments uh, to the viewers because I find it uh, that to share testimonies with other people mm -hmm. is really a blessing. So uh, please uh, feel free to write us with regard to how God is leading you. Hello, Brother Lonnie and Brother Jeff. I watched your program, Global Answers, on Global Channel. It was a very interesting. I would like to receive free of charge as offered the book on the exposition of the seven church ages. That's an excellent book um, going through the dispensations of the seven church ages, starting with the ministry of Paul, the Ephesians church age, all the way to Laodicea, which was fulfilled in Brother Brown's ministry, and then other reformers in between. Uh, and an excellent study on church history as well from the time of Paul until our very day. It's also packed 
with doctrinal mm -hmm. issues. Uh, a lot of the questions that uh, would arise in your hearts concerning the oneness of the Godhead, the original sin, um, predestination, sovereignty of God, on and on and on. Just a lot of truths in that mm, book. Yes. So um, that's a great book. It's called The Exposition of the Seven Church Ages. We offer that also free. He, of course, he gives his name and his address, and he's from, uh, he's from Norway. And he says, in advance, thank you. Looking forward to more programs on TV. So that's a blessing. All right, I think you've got the next one, Brother Lonnie. Okay. This one here is from England, and it says, We have just watched your program on the Gospel Channel. Wow, how we enjoyed your sharing on the type of Christ in Joseph. Would it be possible to send, to send the teaching by, by email, or if on DVD, please send us the details on how to purchase the same. Today is the first time we watched you on this channel and how it has blessed us here in Northwest UK. Looking forward to having more fellowship with you in the future. And the man and wife signed their, signed their name. Uh, this one is also from the UK. I live in Britain and saw your program for the first time today. Please, do you have an office in Britain or Europe so that I can order the book, The Exposition of the Seven Church Ages? Thanks and may the Lord Bless your ministry. Yes, we do have contacts and, and out, uh, places you can write to in Europe if you prefer that over contacting us, and we can give you that information if you contact us. Do you want to take it next? Well, you know, we have, uh, for instance, many churches that might be in your locale. So if you're writing us and you'd say, hey, I'd like to, like to find a sister church that you're associated with, well, we can for sure give you an address and a place that you can uh, go to and acquire more information. And even perhaps if you don't have a home church, find a home church. And if your church, as unfortunately so many are doing, dying on the vine. And the reason they're dying is because they're no longer abiding in Christ, the Word. They've adopted programs and social programs, and they've introduced rock and roll entertainment, any forms of gimmickry to keep people rather than the Word of God. God's people love the Word. And I use the term God's people because there are people that profess Christianity or religion that have really no desire for the Word of God. It's a social thing for them. It's purely social. But then there are people that love the Word of God. And they're not dogmatic. They're not uh, arrogant. They just thirst for God's Word. And so if, if your church is going down and you're going up, well, we, we do have contacts perhaps in your area that we can help you with. And again, uh, I, I can say that uh, this ministry is a ra rather selfless ministry. We're not, there's nothing in it for us. We're simply wanting to convey truth and what God has done in our day. And so uh, we don't come in our own name, bearing our own program, uh, promoting ourselves. That's not our desire. I trust that comes through. Our desire is to make your Bible come alive. And that mm. was the purpose of Brother Bram's ministry. Brother Bram's ministry was a gathering of truth. That's all it was. He was told by the angel of the Lord. He was to gather truths. He, he was to fulfill Malachi 4, 5, uh, where it says, Truly I'll send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. He'll turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, hearts of the children back to the faith of the fathers. So the purpose is to gather the truths through the ages to bring us back to the faith of the Apostle Paul and the Apostolic Fathers, the truths, the people that uh, initiated the Bible, wrote the Bible, authored the Bible through the anointing of the Holy Ghost. So that ministry of Brother Brown's was to take us back to those truths that had been lost for 1,500, 1,600 years mm -hmm. in the Dark Ages. 
And so this one just says, Dear Sir, we have watched your program and, and, and we truly enjoyed the one on true water baptism and would like copies uh, uh, of the DVDs uh, that we offer. Also, we would like to then take those copies and share those copies with others. And we recommend that. We want you to share this with others. That's the purpose. That We're not putting a copyright or a patent on, uh, on what we do here. We want the word spread. That's our desire. It would be like trying to put a patent on the preaching of the Apostle Paul or put a copyright on Jesus' words. Uh, our desire is to get the gospel out to you. We want, I want to say thank you uh, for writing and corresponding with us. It's nice to hear from you. And again, any testimonies, please, uh, please continue to correspond with us. Brother Lonnie, you got any more? Here's one uh, from London. says, I have been listening to your program and I find it very encouraging. I will therefore be grateful if you can send me send materials to me. You did mention a particular book on one of your programs, but I've forgotten the title. Please send me the book. It might be helpful. And this is a, a, a pastor in the United Kingdom. He says, oh, one good. of my deepest convictions is that the terrible harms that are done in this world are not done deliberately by evil people mm -hmm. who are numerous and are soon found out. They are done by good people, but those who are and sure that God is with them and nothing can stop them for there is, they are certain that they are right. And so that, yeah, that's right. They're convinced they're right, but maybe if they're wrong, then they do great, great harm. So they're sincere, but they're sincerely wrong, aren't they? <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Correct. And so they're, in, in, in got, other words, uh, their intentions are good, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Their intentions are good. We don't, we don't knock anybody for that. I do have some more questions here, but maybe we can catch them on another program. Did you have any more to nope, read? Nope, I read all? all mine. That was all okay. that I had I as just, well. I want to encourage you people to write to us. Uh, you love can see we, you. we do love to hear from you and your questions help us to know which way to go because then we know what we're making clear and what we're not making clear. And uh, we want very much to help you see the Bible with clarity, see right. Jesus Christ with That's right. clarity. For there's nothing more wonderful than to have your Bible pages open to you by the revelation from the Word of God. We'll see you next week. God bless you. God bless. Hi, you've just watched Jeff and I in a session of questions and answers. And we love to get into these things with you. But here we are in the studio and some of you are out completely on the opposite side of the world. We really like to know how you think and what you think of the programs, and maybe even suggestions which way you'd like for us to go. And again, if you have questions that we don't make a point clear, write to us. We just love to hear from you. You can email us, you can write us by surface mail. There's all kinds of ways, but please do contact us. We really need to hear from you. All of the Global Answers programs, including today's, are available on DVD. These and other DVDs, as well as many books and CDs, may be ordered by visiting our website, globalanswers.us, and clicking on the Resource Center link. You will also find on our website reading material and audio files that may be downloaded free of charge by simply clicking on the Downloads link. You may also request material by writing to us at Global Answers, 1695 Stewart Road, Lima, Ohio. Our zip code is 45801 in the USA. Please remember to email questions or comments to info at globalanswers.us. 
thank you for joining us and may our Lord Jesus Christ continue to bless you.